0: the Innis Image Christians Ministries Be About It podcast. And we are the ministers of Innis Image Christian Ministries. Ladies, introduce yourselves.
1: Hello, I'm Minister Adrian.
2: Hi, I'm Evangelist Deborah. Hi, I'm Minister Regina. Hi, I'm Minister Sheila.
0: And I'm Minister Tracy Caldwell. So this month, the month of May, is set aside to honor mothers. So today, we decided to share some precious memories about some awesome women that have been in our lives. Evangelist Deborah, please share some of your precious memories about some women in your
2: life. Well, I've had several women who had an impact on my life. And one was my grandmother, who was a caretaker, and she would take care of everyone No matter who came to the house, she would feed them whatever we had. She would take care of all of her grandchildren. She would take care of her children. She would take care of the house. She was just a caring person, and she was loved by everybody who actually met her. She was a woman of God, and she didn't take anything for granted because she always taught us little makes much, so don't worry about how much you have. It's you always say, thank God for what I do have, because Mm -hmm. there's always someone who's worse off than you are. So Mm -hmm. appreciate the things that you have in life. And then another person was my mother. My mother was a strong woman. She cared for everybody. She made jokes. She made people laugh. She had an impact on everybody that she touched every life. And in her little ways, she would appreciate people Mm -hmm. by the little tokens that she would give them. It might not have been much to some people, but to her, it was what she had and she gave from the heart. She didn't Mm -hmm. look for anything in return. And then I want to share about a friend of mine. God put people in your lives for a reason Mm -hmm. and for a season. Mm -hmm. So I had this friend who I grew up with, but sometimes in life, you know, ups and downs come and your paths might change. And you kind of grow apart. But you never forget the memories and the times that you had with these people. It so happened that when you meet these people and they're in your life for a season, sometimes that season might come back. Like our seasons change. We We have fall, winter, spring, and summer. So you might have this person like one season and then they go away. But the seasons come back again. And God will make a full circle of everything in our lives. He will actually grow you so that you can have an impact on that person once they return back into your life. And you never know what impact that you have. So women, we all have something that we have to give. And as women, I had the problem, me, of taking pictures and always (laughs) did not like to take pictures. I just want to share this because I didn't (laughs) like the way I looked in pictures uh-huh. And so I would shy away from pictures as much as I could. Uh-huh. Don't take a picture. No, the camera come, I would have my face. I turn my back. But I came to realize when Pastor Cheryl and them shared last Wednesday on the women who had an impact on their lives and the pictures that were shown that night tell, told a lot of stories. Wow. And those are times we cannot get back.
3: Right. So
2: I made a promise to God and to myself, that I would not deny deny my children of that privilege, because everybody's here for a season, and everybody has a time, so I felt that I should start taking more pictures, because my children are picture takers, they take pictures (laughs) all the time, whether you you know they're taking it or not, Uh so I made up in my mind that I need to leave memories for them, Yes. And I need to be memories for my family and I need to be memories for my friends. So yes. sometimes yes. when you're feeling down, you could just take out a picture and you can mm-hmm. remember the good times. Yes. Not all the bad times, but you can remember the good times. And that kind of helps you to get through those times when that person is no longer a part of your life. Uh-huh. And God always tell us that sometimes you never know the true value of a moment until it becomes a memory. Wow! So my thing to you today, being about it, being about what kind of memory are we going to leave for those once we're gone?
0: Yes. Thank, Thank you, Evangelist God. Deborah. That, that was awesome. Thank you Amen. for that. Yes. Amen. Amen. Amen.
3: Come on, Minister Regina, what you got? My precious memory is uh, my mother and uh, my first lady, who is a friend to me. Uh-huh. When my mother, um, she didn't raise me and she wasn't one of those touchy-feely mothers. She never shared her life with me or we never went to, to the movies together and we never went shopping together. And so that kind of like affected me, but the Lord would just deal with me and said, regardless, that's your mother because she birthed you. And so for whatever reason, she was like that. God let me know that she did what she could do with what she had to do it with, you know, yes. in her time. And, and she, she, listen, she never said that she loved me, but I knew that she loved me. But I want to share this precious memory with, with you about her. It's kind of funny. But my mom had gotten sick. And you got to understand that they she never raised me. And um, I was raised by my auntie. And then my auntie, she she died at a, uh, when I was just 14. So when my mom had got sick and went to the nursing home and so um, they had told me, she said she's not responding, she won't eat, she won't talk, she won't do anything. Mm-hmm. So I went up there and y'all know me, you know, I changed how I looked you know, my wigs and everything. So I went in there and I looked at her and she was just laying down, her eyes was closed. Then she opened up her eyes, right? And she peeked up and she saw me and um, she closed her eyes again and then she opened her eyes and she looked at me and she said, what wrong with your hair? And so <laughs> I thought that was just so, 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 that impacted my life because she wouldn't talk. She didn't do anything that day. And then not only that, when I left, we was talking and laughing and everything. And then when I left, I kissed her on the forehead. Mind you, my mother never said that she loved me. And I always wanted to hear that. And the precious memories is when I was going out the door and I said, I love you, mom. And she says, and I love you, too. And oh, I will yes. never forget that as long as I live. And I just realized that, you know what, you gotta take the moment, the precious moments that you can have. No, she didn't do what I thought she should have done while you know growing up, because I looked at everybody else's family and thinking, Oh, I would love to be da-da-da-da. But God said, that's your mama. And I had to accept her as my mother. I had to accept my DNA And I just loved her. And the other precious memory was that God afforded me the opportunity to preach her home going.
4: And I thought that was
3: just so precious to me to be able to preach her home going. And you know what? And the the thing I said, the Lord gave me was let it go. And when (laughs) I let it go, God just began to just, just bless me when I let it go. And my next one is my first lady, that I know, and she is battling with cancer, but she a trooper. Mm. Now, when I tell you she she how she has impacted my life, how she just trust God, she never complained, and you know she in pain, but she mm. never complains. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then I was like, well, what you want, how you want me to pray? She said, whatever the Lord say. Mm. And that thing gave me so yes. much peace, and that mm-hmm. let me know how much faith that she had. And even though, you know, the doctor may say one thing, we realize that God got the last say so, but her faith is still in God. And it yes. has impacted my faith. And, you know, not to complain in pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like Amen. that. And not Amen. to complain in pain. Yeah, And not to complain when things doesn't go your way. Because you know mm-hmm. what that reminds me of? That when they were, Jesus was on the cross, he never said a mum the word and it was never. just for us. Yep. And so I said God help me to grin and bear it and mm-hmm. count it all joy.
2: Yeah,
0: that yes. is my
3: precious man. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Minister yes. Regina. Yes. Thank you. This is awesome, ladies. Amen. This is a blessing. Amen. This is yes. like, yes. t- like kind of like a testimony service. You know, back in the day, <laughs> yeah. when I was growing up in the church, we had testimony service. <laughs> sometimes they weren't saying a whole lot of relatable things, but this is a relatable testimony service. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Minister Sheila, yeah. what you got to share?
4: Share your precious memory with us. Well, I was going to, I've got, I think three I'll touch base on, and my mom, I think one of the most impressive things that she just impressed on me as I was growing up was how to be a servant, had that servant's heart, Mm because no matter what was going on, she always found the time she was, she was a baker, she's a cleaner, she's a seamstress, you know, she she did it all, but Mm -hmm. you don't realize that as you're, as a young girl. Uh-huh but she would always make these lemon bars and these pumpkin rolls, and she'd take it to the blood bank she'd take it to the people at the Bowen alley she'd take food wherever doctor's offices and you really don't know how many people they touch, but after she passed away, the night of the viewing, it was nonstop wow. people coming through that door wow. and they were wrapped around the funeral home
3: wow and it
4: was just like. And half of, you know, I'd say at least half, if not more, we had no clue who they were. Wow. And they would say, Yeah, your mother would bring me lemon bars at the food bank. Or they'd, bring, <laughs> you know, she'd always drop us off a pumpkin roll or something. So she taught me how, how to serve people and how to, how, how to give and, and everything. And then my yeah. sister, you know, so, most of you have met my sister, but she taught me how to love unconditionally. And it's so funny nice. that, Deborah, you talked about how you didn't like pictures. And my sister was <laughs> like that either. She doesn't like. She didn't like her picture taken, but when she lost her husband a few years back, we were going through pictures trying to find things. And then she's like, "I was like, well, where were you at in these sissy?" And she's like, <laughs> "She didn't like. She was usually the one taking the pictures, but she's changed and opened her heart now uh-huh. to be able to take pictures and and provide those moments for us to remember in the mm-hmm. future. Mm-hmm. But she total love unconditionally. It doesn't matter who she meets. She shows them that respect, the love, and the friendship, even when they treat her wrong. Mm. Cause she came, you know, she's my half sister and, and she lived with her, her, her dad and mom until I was till the summer before I was born. Okay. And she came from there and they they physically and mentally abused her. And it's mm. taken her a long time to get over that and through that and process that. But bless God that she has and she's in she just loves people now, you know, no Uh matter what she just loves people. So she's taught me how to love unconditionally. And then my Uh third one was through the process of coming to Christ and, and growing in in my maturity and and the love of Christ, you know, as I was growing up, I really didn't have a whole lot of self-esteem. So Uh there was this one lady in our our PWOC, which was a Protestant of, of the chapel when I was in the military. And every time we had a meeting, she would pull me up. She goes, Sheila, come here. I want you to meet somebody. And mm-hmm. she introduced me to this person. You see how beautiful this woman is, you know? And, yeah. and just, you know, shower all these, these these compliments and the love on me. And it's like, so finally, I started believing in that. You have the belief in yourself because, you know, I am a gift of God, from mm-hmm. God, yes. to whoever. But, you know, he's blessed me with who I am what I am, where I am, the way I look, uh-huh. the way I feel, the way I, I process things. But she helped me realize that I'm okay to be me and yeah. not try and be somebody else yes my my, my few precious memories that I I, I
0: yes thank you minister Sheila that's awesome yes you are a gift yes we everybody is a gift from God like you know I hear a lot of things um um, in the uh in the social media and on tv you know about a mistake and this is a mistake and no no one is a mistake if God allowed us to be born and to come to this earth we are gifts we have mm-hmm. gifts and we were here we are here with purpose and to be a blessing to others so yeah. we, we are definitely gifts miss adrian mm-hmm. come on with your precious memories this is awesome ladies this <laughs> yeah. is awesome it really is and i just wanted to
1: continue in your same vein that we were fearfully and wonderfully made and marvelous are god's work so marvelous um, you know yeah just keep that in mind and i have so many precious memories but i want Mm. to just speak on a few and try to keep my heart my heart is still a little tender it's all right it's all right it's all right my first precious memory is my grandmother and all these women in my life have been strong women Mm -hmm. i mean hardworking women but i wanted to mention my my grandmother everyone called her sweet Everyone that came to the house left with something. She and my grandfather had this farm down in South Carolina. So people would come because, again, they had everything on the farm. You're talking about from, from uh, farm to table. They had vegetable gardens. <laughs> they had fruit gardens. I mean, they had everything. So every, everybody that came to her house left with something. And she and my grandfather would go to church all the time. And they would invite the pastor over for dinner. Uh-huh. So my grandmother raised me from six months until I was old enough to go to school.
3: Hmm. So
1: every Sunday after church, she would invite the pastor over for dinner. <laughs> so um, when I got to a certain <laughs> age, chicken
3: wings. Uh-huh. Exactly,
1: exactly. Exactly. So when I got to a certain age, the pastor, along with my grandparents and whoever else was at the house would have me mock the people that were shouting at church. (laughs) So so they would say, sweet, sweet, bring the baby in here. She would say mock so-and-so. So So I would do whatever shout so-and-so is. But my grandmother, again, uh, she was named Sweet for a reason. And then I want to get over to my mom. My mom was given the name Sweet also. Mm -hmm. At work, everybody called her Sweet Ruth. Um, Right. She would feed the doctors, she would feed the nurses. Um, when the doctors got sick, they came to my mom for this concoction that she made with lemon and honey. Now these are, these are real doctors. So they would come to Sweet Ruth to get this remedy that she had. And when the college students, she worked at Howard Hospital, when the college students came down and some of them, I guess, didn't have money or meal plans, whatever, she, she would, would slip them, them. She was, she <laughs> would <laughs> feed them. She would slip them food wow. some sort of way to make sure that everybody ate. So I mm-hmm. have sweet as my grandmother. I have Sweet Ruth. As my Aww. mother, so yes. I'm, I'm trying my best to strive to be in that same vein. Now <laughs> I, I say that they called them sweet, but I, I think about them as chocolate. And chocolate, you have milk chocolate, and then you have dark chocolate. Uh huh. You know, the milk chocolate is the one that really tastes good, right? So, uh-huh. and then you have the dark chocolate that's kind of bitter, but they say the dark chocolate it's is better for best you. Best right? for you, yes, Amen. Best for Amen. you. So yes. my mother and my grandmother were the same way. Now they had their sweet side. But they also had their dark chocolate side. They told you the truth. They told you the truth in love. Um, yes. It was for your good. It was for your benefit. But, you know, it was more so of that, that dark chocolate side. Uh-huh. So um, I do have sweet my grandmother, sweet my mother, and also my mother-in-law. When I first met her, mm-hmm. she was the first oh, woman that I, had, yeah. I ever met that had her own that had her clothes made. You mm-hmm. know, my, my, ah. grand, my grandmother was mm-hmm. a seamstress. But her stuff did not compare to the stuff that Mm -hmm. I saw my mother-in-law with in her Mm -hmm. heyday. She had hats to match, (laughs) shoes to match, purses to match. She had everything. She had her own seamstress. I was like, this lady is, is really something. But those are the precious memories that I have about the ladies. And the last thing I want to throw in is that they all were prissy women and really dainty. And I say that because when my mother had fallen ill... And I was, was able to go to the hospital to see her and they would take her out for her physical therapy. When they would put her in her chair, she was always tugging to make sure nothing was showing. She, By her having the stroke, she only had utilization of mm-hmm. limited ability, but mm-hmm. whatever she could do, she made sure that nothing, I mean, nothing <laughs> was showing. So she didn't want the doctors or nobody to see nothing of hers. And they told me even <laughs> on the night that she fell ill, when they brought her out in the the ambulance, people came there. My cousins were there. They said, "You didn't know your mother." <laughs> <laughs> I, I kept pulling at her clothes to make sure she was coming. Now, this woman just had a stroke she's pulling at her clothes to make sure everything was covered yeah. so I, I thank god for those hard working they were all wise yeah. women and none of them yes. didn't have a lot of things but they mm-hmm. made the best of what they, had, what they yes. had and they shared it and they were just mm-hmm. um, a joy to be around and uh-huh. and uh, it, there's one more i like to throw in there too as an in-law an aunt of mine and she was one of the funniest women that <laughs> i have ever met but even in her fun she would tell you the truth and yeah. she knew how to care <laughs> Uh, for and, it's, and this person knows who I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, family. She was a great influence of strength mm-hmm. and how she provided, yeah. even though there may have been hardship, you wouldn't have known it the way that they mm-hmm. all carried on their lives. So I'm grateful for the strong women, the precious women that I had mm-hmm. in my life, and I'm strive to match up to their. Their preciousness. (laughs) Uh, Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you, Minister Adrian. That's awesome. That's awesome, ladies. This is good. This is this is really really good. So I'm gonna take a few moments and share my precious memories. There's so many women, I should say. I'm with Minister Sheila. She said there were several women all throughout my life that have poured into me. You know, the Bible says one plant, one water, but God gives the increase. But I, I got four that I kind of want to really, maybe five, but four for sure that I really <laughs> want to speak about. And 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 the first three is as my 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 great grandmother, my grandmother, and my mother, and I, I I I I those ladies poured so much into me. My mother, I'll, I'll start with my mother. My mother. Uh, for those who know, who've seen me, I, I, I'm I'm fairly tall for a lady and have always been really tall, but have never liked it. Never liked it. I'm kind of like Minister, uh, Minister Sheila when she was talking about self-esteem. I had some real self-esteem issues about being tall because when I was growing up, you know, I don't know how come everybody was so much shorter than me, but I was the tallest girl, taller <laughs> than all the boys, taller than all the girls. You know, too, I just right? stood out because I was always so tall and I really did not like it. Even though my grandmother, my mother's mother, she was just as tall as me, if not taller, (laughs) you know, so I I got it, honestly, but anyway, um, but my mother used to really encourage me and she knew that that was a sore spot for me and she used to just, and I would slouch over like that would make me shorter. And she would walk up to me, smack me on my back. You stand up straight. Hold your head up tall. And I I, I mention that because some people who meet me for the first time, they say, boy, you stay, you know, you can walk and strut. I say, let me tell you, having my mother, I had to walk and strut because she Mm -hmm. was like, you stand up tall and hold your head up. And don't you ever be walking all slouched over you too tall. You know, my mother was just so, she made it make sense to me because I didn't like being tall. I didn't like big eyes. I didn't, mm-hmm. there was so much I didn't like about myself, but my mother would turn that thing around and make it seem like it was the best thing ever. She worked so hard. She, um, she And the biggest thing she taught me about God, you know, and I used to say, you know, they churched me to death when I was growing up. <laughs> Between them three women, my mother, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, they churched me to death. And I said, oh, Lord Jesus, when I get grown and get away from these people, I ain't never going to church. Oh, God, I ain't never going to church. No more until I'm almost <laughs> and, and old. But that impacted my life greatly, right, of course. Right, right, right. And, 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 and my mother was just so encouraging. And she she would tell me the truth, but she would tell me it's okay. She said, one day you are going to love who you are. And she is right. Mm. I love Who I am. I love being tall. I love everything about me, but I didn't for a long time. And she was always so encouraging in so many ways. She pushed me because she knew the potential. And, you know, it was was funny because it was a set of rules for me and it was a set of rules for my sister. And of course, your rules are different because I know your potential. Mm. And she treated us that that's her potential, your potential. This is your rules. These are her rules. And sure enough, she would push us both to our max with our different rules. And then there was my grandmother, my mother's mother. We spent summers with her. And she was, she churched us too. She, when we spent summers with her, me and my sister, all the cousins would come over and they, we all be at her house for the whole summer. From the minute we got our school to the minute school started, we was in Pennsylvania at my grandmother's house. She would line us all up. Now recite the, the Lord's Prayer. Okay. Now recite Psalms 23. And I just love it because they really taught me how to have a relationship with God. And I was my grandmother's oldest grand. I'm the oldest of all of us. And so she was a role model. She was a leader and she was like, you're the oldest. These are all your younger cousins and they're looking up to you. And, And she just taught me how to really just be who I was and who God made me to be. And I just loved how, I I never forget how she would line us up and make us say the Lord's prayer and line us all up and make us say Psalms 23. And that just impacted my life to this day. And then my great-grandmother, who was just a, she she was a lot softer spoken than my mother and her daughter, my grandmother, but her very presence was so statuous. And she had this presence, my great-grandmother, and we would go there and spend the summers and we'd be at my grandmother's house. And when we left, she always would give me and my sister something. She gave us these really beautiful dolls that she had made, and she would always give us. Um, her and my great grandfather would give us these dollar, uh, silver dollars and fifty cent pieces, and, and they just really loved on and I loved on us. and I used to love watching them. They didn't say a whole lot like my mother and my grandmother, but my great grandmother, she would just have a present. She would just say, "Hey, baby." And you can really go now. And I just, I would just never forget them. All three of them gone on to be with the Lord. But I just, uh-huh. it's just the things that they imparted into me my whole life. I would just never forget. And then I have to mention one, like I said, there's so many others, but is my first lady. Mm. And that's right. My current first lady, yeah, um, yes. Uh, yes. Pastor Cheryl Blake. <laughs> I watch her so much. A lot of times I just sit and watch her. She's just so awesome to me. I, mm-hmm. I, I watched her because she has this, to me, a presence as well, but mm-hmm. I just watch how God uses her in certain things. And there's yeah, been so yeah. many times in my life where I would get a text from her or I would get a phone call from her or there's been pivotal times in my life since I've been at the church and she, she would just, just show up and just at this the right time. Uh-huh. And I just watch how she just does things. And I just love her for that. And I've been at the church, I want to say probably a good 15 years or so now. And I've been, I just have sat back and literally just watched her all this uh-huh. time of how she gives and how she does and how she's committed and how she's faithful to the yeah. ministry and to the things of God. It's just helped me to be a better woman of god if that yes. m- makes any yes. sense yes, yes. And, and i do I, I just appreciate her for that and i don't i'm and i i'm, I'm not sure i tell her enough but i got to make sure that she knows that how much i appreciate her for just being the example to me you know and yeah i um, agree so, with you hard hardly yeah i yes, second yeah. that emotion too yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. so like minister Sheila would say so many precious memories but when i think of women powerful awesome women of god in my life that have just poured into me throughout it It and, you know it's like I said it's been a lot uh, just friends cousins neighbors yeah yep. uh, those are the ones that come that are kind of up top there even now I have <clears throat> like you guys here on this podcast you
4: know can have I say been, one more thing you can we celebrate everyone that has encouraged us and everything too but at the same time there have been women that come into my life that kind of rubs you, you know, mm-hmm. iron sharpens iron yeah. paper <laughs> to kind of refine you a little bit. And they have really helped polish me into who I am today. Ah, it may not have been enjoyable at the time, Amen. it has pushed me and shined me up a little bit better than what I ah. was. Amen. Yes, dark Chocolate. amen. Go ahead, Minister <laughs> Regina. You go ahead.
3: I just wanted to say, even though I had expounded on that, I never went shopping with my mother and we never went out to eat, but she always fed me and she always Ooh. brought me clothes. <laughs> and, <laughs> amen. And, but what I want to also say, my mother had 10 children. Mm. And so, and I, I always used to tell her, you should have started with me and ended with me. <laughs> <no> <laughs> Uh, But what I'm saying is she had 10 children. So she had to do what she felt was best for us. Even Mm, when we did mm -hmm. not understand. I did not understand what I thought she just gave me up. But she gave me up for a better life. Mm -hmm. Because she had so many other children, you know. And so then I just remember this thing. She was my worst critic, but she was my best supporter. Uh, And then I say, you know, always love your mother. Because so you'll yes. never yes. get another one.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Amen.
1: Yes. Yes. Amen.
0: Well, Amen. ladies, this has been awesome. This has been yes. awesome. Yes. Um, yes. The yes. precious yes. memories. And I believe these precious memories that each of us has spoken about continues to help us to stay motivated. And yes. our father's business yes. and yes. the women of God that we are. I believe all this, all these different memories that we talked about, that poured into us, to like Minister Sheila said, to help refine us, to help mm-hmm. shine us up, and like Minister Adrian said, she said that iron sharpened iron, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and you know, but all those things help us to be the women of God that we are today, yes. being about our Father's business, yes. and just really grateful for all the memories. So grateful yes, for yes. all the memories. As we wrap this up, Minister Adrian, can you close us out?
1: Yeah, I can. I can. This has really blessed me. And I I thank God we all made it through this. Yes. (laughs) Amen. Yes. Amen. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Amen. I heard a radio personality say that moments turn into memories. And with that being said, I just want to encourage everyone that since we have been graced to be present at this time, And in this moment, let's be intentional with our time. So when we are with our loved ones, our friends or our acquaintances, let's let's strive to live in such a way that our moments together turn into precious memories.
2: As a podcast
1: is entitled, Be About It, let's be about maximizing our moments, turning them into precious memories. For life is but a vapor, So let's make each moment together count. Well, ladies, we've been blessed by this month's podcast. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for sharing your precious memories with us. I'd like to say thank you to our listeners for tuning in. And we invite you to follow In His Image Christian Ministries on Facebook and on TV on YouTube. Check us out for you don't want to miss the great upcoming kingdom endeavors God has planned for IHICAM. May God continue to richly bless you and keep you.